But what I see is I see people who really enjoy the self-development work recognize that there's a connection between their inside worthiness and their business, and then yet go to people who are teaching them these structures and these systems that in no way helps them uncover what's happening inside of them. Welcome back to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. Every week, we dive into juicy topics for women navigating the business arena, leadership, and their personal self-development. We reframe business and life with a more feminine lens to help women find more fulfillment, freedom, and success. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and today I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Laura Schutt-Guzman. I'm super excited because we have decided that we're going to do a five-part series, which I love and we haven't actually done in a while. And so, you know, over the years, I've done lots of topics. We've obviously done a lot of topics on this podcast. We've touched on this topic, but I think it's really great to streamline this podcast and streamline this topic. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about. How do we streamline and simplify our businesses? Every time we've talked about this topic, we get a lot of response. We get a lot of feedback. A lot of people comment. I think the world is struggling with complicated businesses, with where to put their attention, with what to focus on. And people feel busy. They feel rushed. They feel like they're hustling. And so I've got a very powerful process that I work with my clients on actually streamlining and simplifying business. And we thought we'd break that down into a five-part series. So I'm super excited. We're going to start with part one today. What do you think, Laura? I'm so happy. Yes. Yes. We're doing another series. Always like those because, you know, we, we open up a lot of interesting topics during our one episode. And then sometimes we feel like, oh, we could keep talking forever. So this gives me permission to bookmark things and be like, oh, you know, we can keep talking and keep talking. And this is hopefully going to build for people into a big, nice full picture. What does it mean really to simplify. And I think right now with COVID, there's been more of a, there's kind of a spotlight, if you will, on our hustle. You know, the fact that that's not sustainable as we've had to slow down, as we've had to keep up to a certain extent with our business while holding responsibilities for kids at home or, you know, or caring for our elder parents or people who are sick, you know, all these different roles that we have as women navigating business and life. I think that we are all looking for new ways forward, you know, not to fall in. This is, if any time, this is a good time to just break the ceiling, disrupt the old norms. And this is kind of what you and I are all about. 100%. And we've been about this for so long. <laughs> but I do think this is such a relevant time. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm done with burnout. I'm done with rushing around. I'm done with hustling. I'm done with like juggling all these many, many balls and, you know, then just trying to like cover up how well I'm doing and, you know, just do it all, right? We have definitely had our time of doing it all. (laughs) Like we've ran multiple businesses, been single parents. Like we have the experience of what it's like to, you know, constantly be running. It's like never, ever slowing down, not even really recognizing what you're doing anymore or where you're going because you're just trying to get stuff done. You're just trying to make money or you're just trying to get the next sale. You're just trying to get the next thing on your to-do list done. 
And I think we need a whole paradigm shift in the way that we operate businesses. And, you know, I think that we have a lot of wisdom and things to share around this topic. Yeah. Let's talk about maybe some of the challenges. Like, why do we need to streamline and simplify our businesses? What's happened that's caused us to get complicated or caused us to not be streamlined and simplified? Because I know from my experience, I mean, I've worked with thousands of businesses over the last 20 years. Rarely do I find one that's streamlined and simplified, right? Most of the businesses that I work with that come to me, they're overcomplicated, they're wasting time. You know, why are we doing that to ourselves, right? I think that's such an interesting question. Mm, I love it. You're going to start at the, the psychology of it, right? It's like, why do we even do this to ourselves, you know? And there is a lot. There's like a, some systemic cultural reasons and there's some personal like mindset reasons. And, and the psychology, I think that for many of us is when we go into entrepreneurship, when we get started with launching a business, you know, all of us are going to hit insecurities. We're all going to kind of hit that imposter syndrome of like, who am I to be doing this? And we start looking to technology and systems and structures right away to validate that we are as good as we think we are. Like, okay, I've got this idea. I'm going to bring it to market, you know, and so I need to get all the right things in place. But because it's often driven from, I'd say, a place of fear and insecurity when we get started, we're not really rooted and not really grounded in like, what is aligned with me? Like what system makes sense? Instead, we're like, oh, she's doing that system. I heard everybody does that system. And apparently it's amazing. And if I can't do it, something's wrong with me. Yes. And I think this is exactly it. You know, one of the reasons why the first step in my program is really reclaiming ourselves, really like working on our worthiness, the way we feel about ourselves, owning our value. The reason why that's so important at the beginning is because, yes, so many people are overcompensating, right? They're trying to prove that they're worthy uh, to get money, to sell, to offer something. They're they're running after their, you know, partners, the, the people they see in the world, their peers. They're looking to compete pair themselves. They're constantly kind of overcompensating for those little feelings inside of themselves where they don't feel they're valuable enough, where they don't feel they're worthy enough. And that core thing creates complication, right? Competition, complication, you know, disconnection of who we really are, of how we want to really operate our business. So I think so many people come to business with the right intention, but as they start to build, as they start to get into it, what happens is that little fear of unworthiness triggers, and then all of a sudden the business becomes misaligned. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, there's a little bit of the flashy object syndrome thing, the shiny object syndrome that we start chasing because of that, because of the fear, I'm not enough. Maybe uh, people aren't going to take me seriously. There's like, okay, well then I'll use this flashy product or system, you know, oh, this looks good because then people will trust me. Or, I mean, I'm sure you can speak to this a lot more, like how many new right out of the gate entrepreneurs are sitting here talking to you and they've already signed up for something like Salesforce. Yes. (laughs) That's like way ahead of where you need to be. And if we sign up for those systems, those are beautiful systems for a mature business. But when you aren't at that level, it honestly can just complicate and reduce your confidence in yourself because you're going to struggle to have to figure out all the bells and whistles for such a complex system that's really meant it's designed to have a team running it, not one or two people. 
100%. And even things like click funnels are, you know, uh, Kajabi or all of the email marketing systems, right? Those are even things you don't need when you really want to streamline business and when you're at the beginning. And it's interesting because even a lot of very established businesses who, you know, have been in business for 10 years, which I've worked with, a lot of times they still have very complicated businesses or they're still operating outside of where they need to be, outside of the stage they're in. So even though they're very established, maybe they've worked with lots of different people, they're still trying to do these very complicated systems that aren't for where they're at right now. And it might even be that it's not aligned with who they are. And this is, again, why you can't create a business and do all this sales, do all this stuff until you deal with the internal stuff. You have to know who you are. You have to know what your strengths are and where your strengths are not. You have to know your worthiness. You have to know your value. And you have to be able to own that. So often I see people trying to like, they're all of a sudden in this like hefty sales process. They've created all this stuff. They've done their sales page. You know, they've hired all this out or they've paid a guru to follow the steps of how to create the best sales page and how to create the best click funnels and how to do the best Facebook ads. And they still haven't handled their own issues with sales, like their own issues around their value. They can't even communicate to someone in a sales call why they are valuable. So if you don't handle that, nothing that you do after is going to work. Yes. And this comes back to, you know, what is in almost every episode mindset, like your actual inner work and the mindset that you have when it comes to your value, your exchange, that sales relationship is you owning your value, like you said, and being able to communicate that from a very confident place. And we're not saying that having insecurities and having doubts and fear is not a normal part of the process. I think that people try to jump over those emotions and experiences. And what I will just, I'm sorry if I'm breaking anybody's bubble here, but you cannot get to the destination without going through the journey. And entrepreneurship is really an opportunity at each stage to dive deeper into ourselves, you know, so those early stages when we're really getting aligned and really getting clear about what is this business that I'm creating, I think it's so important because it is our essence that we are bringing forth. It's another way of communicating. A business is another tool of communication, a creative expression of yourself. And if it's based on comparison of like, oh, I see her over here doing it like this, so I'm going to do it even better than that. That is not coming from a rooted place of what is it that I'm here to do and what is mine to do? And that really requires that that inner work that you and I are big fans of. Hell yeah. And I think, you know, if we're not clear about our value and if we if we don't, if we haven't done some of that worthy work, right, then there's so many ways in which we overcompensate for that. So we stop setting boundaries. We charge lower prices, right? We completely compare ourselves and then we stop operating out of our strengths. We try to be everything to all people. There's literally just so many ways in which we're overcompensating for that lack of worthiness, for that, that lack of value. And if we don't handle that systemically inside of ourselves, that carries through in 
every aspect of what we do in our business. It shows up in our sales. It shows up in our marketing. It shows up in our voice. It shows up in the way that we are organized or not organized. It shows up in the way that we operate our business. It shows up with all of our relationships from our family relationships to our client relationships. You cannot have a successful business and you definitely cannot have a streamlined and simple business unless you start with that part first. Yes. Yes. It's so true. And you know, I'm just thinking as you're talking, I'm reflecting about my own journey and, you know, how did I do that work, right? Because we're saying how important it is to do the inner work and do the reflections. And, you know, and I think at times, this is one of the things that was really a benefit in our relationship as friends and business partners is that, you know, you and I were both committed to that. So, we were there to talk it through with the other. And I, I know that some of you are going to be kind of, you're a solo founder, you're on your own and, and you're going to build the culture and you're going to build, but please, you know, find people that also are committed to this type of inner work in the pursuit of their entrepreneurship. And, you know, this kind of segues into the importance of the culture and the environment that you're in, because you can, you need, you know, to do your own inner work but then it also really helps when you find environments that also confirm and support that and really validate because it's going to be challenging as you move through these existing structures as we've talked about and this is not going to be a surprise right we feel like a lot of the existing business structures were built by men for men that have very similar structure to what we've had for hundreds of years and so many women are entering into the business world with exactly, I feel like, the, the role of shifting these structures and creating different environments. I mean, this is why I love to go to more women-led business conferences or co-working spaces or, you know, just being around women. They're like, we're, we're doing it a little bit differently so that when you really say, you know what, I need to stop for a minute and check in with myself and really get clear and aligned before I do this like fancy system that those people around you say, of course you do. Of course you need to do that. Of course you need to check in instead of like, well, why? I mean, all the market research says that this is the best system and it's the best thing to do. And every business is doing it. You know, it's like, if you have those people, it's going to be a little bit hard. So there's my little plug for surround yourself, you know, also with people that are doing this kind of work, because it will be easier than for you to do that for yourself. 100%. And don't hire a business coach or a marketing person or any expert who isn't helping you go deeper into what's happening inside yourself. Like, and no, I'm not just saying go hire a mindset person. Like you can find people like me and there are others out there who look at both the internal stuff that's happening and the external structures and marries those into a powerful program, right? Like that is so much more effective. But what I see is I see people who really enjoy the self-development work, recognize that there's a connection between their inside worthiness and their business, and then yet go to people who are teaching them these structures in these systems that in no way helps them uncover what's happening inside of them, right? Like that worthy component, that internal work is priceless and it's the foundation. It has to be done first, no matter what. You can't bypass it. You can't work around it. You can't pretend it's not there. I mean, it will just come back to haunt you. It will just show up later. And in all honesty, the inside work is always the work. 
there's not a time in my business with my clients that we aren't doing inside work. It's always the work, but there is a foundational piece that you can begin from that will help you to streamline and simplify and build your business. So Let's talk a little bit about that because let's say wherever you are in your business, whether you're a new business or whether you're an extremely established business, if you feel like your business is complicated, if you're hustling, if it's not streamlined, if it's not simple, if it's not high profit, in other words, you're, you know, you're work, maybe not working so hard, but you're also not making any money, or maybe you're working your ass off and you're still not making any money, right? If any of those things apply to you, then it's time to streamline and simplify your business. And that first step that you're going to do, no matter where you are, what stage you're in, is to start to look inside yourself. And one of the first things I always tell people is you've got to start with your desire, right? You've got to get clear about what you really want, not what the world says you should want, not what your partner wants for you or for the family, not what everyone else in your life has told you is going to, again, give you that validation, but what you really in your deepest of hearts, in your honest, in your secret place, what do you really want? Because that's what's going to make such a difference in this process. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you're wondering, like, how you're going to get that clarity, try to carve out some time. I know that you may think, oh, I'm at home all the time right now, or I might be slowed down. But what we don't realize is how much our attention, though, is still out on everyone else. We're still trying to take care of the household and we're trying to take care of the business, trying to do all the things. And this is, you know, why it's so important. Sonia and I are both big believers in retreats and we lead those types of like all day types of experiences, but you can also go on a self-retreat that might just take a couple of hours, like where you just disappear, maybe even in your own backyard, but just like with boundaries that people (laughs) won't interrupt and bring a journal, get yourself in a place where you can connect and you can just feel your own sensations, your body, the the air around you, you know, and just get really clear of like, what do I want this business to feel like? Feel like. Yes. Feel because we're in our thinking brain all the time. That's definitely what our business structures all are like cognitive and thinking abilities. Really important. Yes. But drop in. Drop down and in to yourself and really notice what you're feeling, what you're sensing now. And like, what do you want your business to feel like? If you want it to feel more simple, if you want it to feel like a natural extension of your life, then you got to connect to that first before you start building it. Yes. And you got to reconnect to that over and over and over again as you're building it, right? Like I see this happen so much where people are like, this is what I want to feel. Yes, this is my desire. And then they completely lose themselves in the process. This has to be your, whatever it is you really want, that feeling sensation, whether it's I want ease, I want simple, I want something that fulfills me, like whatever that piece is, that there needs to be something that you're reminded of every single day. And that that thing should be like this beacon or like this like star, this guiding star for you. And everything you choose in your business, does this bring me closer or farther away from that feeling, right? So it's not, is this the image I pictured for my business? It's like, you know, if I want ease, is choosing this target market going to bring me ease? 
Or is it actually going to take me away from ease? Because I see a lot of people, you know, kind of make this mistake as they're, as they're, you know, kind of working with their target market as an example, which is a good place to start. And we're going to talk about that a little bit in the next episode. But when you're looking at your target market, a lot of people will be like, well, this target market will make me money. This will be like a great target market financially. And I'm like, but will it bring you what you want? If you want ease, does it feel like ease? And then a lot of people, when they start to self-reflect and they start to look, they're like, actually, it feels stressful. I'm not sure if I even like those people. And I'm like, okay, well, (laughs) let's not make that your target market. You know, like what would bring you ease? So, you know, this is such a simple thing, but we, we forget or we lose track of that in the process of building businesses, of even reestablishing our business or scaling our business or growing our business, no matter what stage you're in. And so I think it's so important to come back to that piece of what do you really want? What do you desire? What will make you happy and ecstatic and free? Yes, yes. And, you know, if you think about it, so many of us are creating businesses, have created businesses to solve a problem that we see in the world. And it's often a pain point that we have very personal experience with. And I'll just take myself, for example, you know, when I thought about why am I creating a business, whether it was my co-working space or my private practice, really, it's like the core pain point that I had was not feeling like there was enough support for me to connect to myself, to feel my own container, to be embodied in my experience in order to really hold space for others. So I wanted so much that my business was a strong container so that it could hold and had the capacity to hold others and inspire them of what they were able to hold. So do you know what would happen if I stopped taking care of my capacity and my container. And it definitely happened a lot during, especially with a co-working space. I was such a big business. And now that I have closed my physical location for co-working and I'm focused with all with my clients, I'm really feeling it again. I'm like, oh, I'm taking care. I'm in more balance right now. This is what I want to feel in my life. And I show up even more for my clients. You know, so it's like come back to that essence of what you're wanting to feel because it's often what you're wanting your clients to feel. And if you're running around in a hamster wheel trying to give them some, sell them some accounting app, but simplifies their budget, but you yourself are like constantly in this (laughs) mode of overwhelm, then there's going to be a disconnect. It doesn't matter how good your product is. That is hard, but true. Yes. And I love it. And, you know, it reminds me earlier what you were saying as well, where our business is being an extension of ourselves and an extension of what we want. And I think this is another really good and important point for streamlining and simplifying a business. Your business needs to be an extension of your strengths. It needs to be an extension of your genius. It needs to be an extension of your wisdom. It should not be an extension of what you are weak at. And no matter, you know, how many times I say this and it, it kind of is like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, right? Like, it's kind of like, oh, yeah. How often, again, women overcompensating for their lack of value, how often do we create businesses that are not our natural strengths, that are not our natural gifts and wisdom because we think we have to, because we think we need to be broader, because we think we need to be more, you know, how often do we go and get more degrees, more education, go, you know, more online classes to be able to 
to excel in areas that we're not already a genius in. And that makes for complication. Absolutely. I'm actually getting chills as you're talking about this because I'm like, oh, wow, this is making me think of what I was reflecting on the other day. See, the thing is about that, about women being in ease, right? And being able to just embrace our genius. It's interesting how that has not been most of our experiences and being uncomfortable, being with discomfort is something that women have gotten so good at that we don't even know that we're doing it. We're used to being the only woman in the room. We're used to being uncomfortable as we like make ourselves smaller for everybody else to feel more comfortable. Like there's so much experience of women being in discomfort. We're uncomfortable in our bodies. And guess what? Research doesn't support it because we don't go with the dollars. It's going to Viagra. Okay, great. Okay. There's so many ways that women live with their pain and we live with discomfort because it's just what we've always done. And I think that is a trap that women fall in in their businesses. So they don't even realize that it's actually their birthright to create something that is an extension of themselves and is something that could give them joy and delight and ease. Yes, like permission for ease, right? We're, this is what I see about women is we're always working on our weaknesses. We're always working on being better. Oh, we got a gap here? Oh, well, we need to fill that gap. Not like, hey, that's just not our gap to be. Like, we just don't need to even worry about that gap. That gap, that weakness, not it. Like, I don't even need to worry about it. Instead, we're always trying to like fill it in. Ooh, there's a gap. We got to be better. Ooh, ooh, that's, there's a weakness. We got to be stellar. We're going to like even be better. And I think we just don't even allow ourselves the permission to have ease or the permission for simplicity or the permission to streamline or the permission to be happy, right? It always has to be more. We're driven by that lack of value to always be more. And this is what complicates our business. So often people, you know, talk about, they, they think the idea of simplifying and streamlining in their business is about hiring people, which is not simple. That is definitely more complicated. And they think if I just get a team, if I just get everybody else doing it, I won't have to deal with it. And that's one way to simplify. Nuh-uh, not it, not going to happen. And hiring a team or scaling or growing, all of that just exacerbates anything that's broken in the beginning, right? So if we have a value issue, when we start hiring a team, when we start scaling, we start making a lot more money, guess what? That value issue is going to come to even a higher degree. It's going to even be more like relevant. It's even going to be more pronounced. You can't run away from it. Those cracks really come through the bigger you get. This is why it's so important that when we really need to shift and change our business and streamline it and simplify it, we've got to start at the heart of it. And, you know, it's funny because like some of my clients, they get so annoyed that they have to keep working on mindset or that they have to keep working on their value issues. Haven't we done this enough? And I'm like, it's still here. <laughs> We're going to keep working on it because it's still here. And the thing is, is that if you don't take care of it, it can take a little bit longer to grow your business or a little bit longer to scale and you know make it happen. But if you take care of it now, you won't have to take care of it for the next 20 years. And believe me, I wish I had known this because I wish I would have taken care of it when I first started my business 20 years ago. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If I could have told my younger self, just like slow down and get the foundation right. Like, and it, cause it was like so busy and in such this chaos all the time that sometimes I didn't just slow down 
and really get it right and really get it aligned. And then I've had to pay the consequences of that because then you have to clean things up and you have to, you know, revisit. And I mean, we all have to go on this journey and it's not going to be a perfect straight line. You know, it's going to be up and down. But I think what you and I both learned and what we really want to encourage women to do is really come from this place of alignment with self, really build a business for your sake so that you can serve the people you're here to serve. But if you aren't supported, if it's not sustainable for you, then all of those people are going to miss out on what you have to share. Yes. And that's why reclaiming yourself is the first step to streamlining and simplifying and scaling and growing and finding real sustainable success. You got to reclaim your desire, what you really want. You got to reclaim ease. You got to reclaim your strengths. What are you actually good at? Your zone of genius, not your zone of excellence. You've got to reclaim your voice. Who are you? What do you want to say? What is your reasoning for all this, right? All these things are so imperative to start with, you've got to reclaim your value. You've got to know why you're worthy, not why someone else or how someone else has told you you're worthy, but you've got to know why you are worthy and why you matter and what you uniquely are here to bring to the world. And when all of that foundation is uncovered, that is an amazing foundation to build a business from. Absolutely. 100% agree. All right. I love it. All right. I think we'll wrap up for today. So this was part one. So we're going to do a five-part series. So you definitely want to hear the next few weeks coming up. So thank you all for joining us and we will see you next week. Do you love the topics we're sharing on the show? Would you like to go deeper into them for more personal and business transformation? Do you need the clarity of one-to-one coaching support, but also long for a group of amazing women who are into self-development as part of their business growth? I work with women who are reluctant leaders. They feel a pull to change the world, but they want to break free from the traditional masculine leadership model. They don't like the limelight, they refuse to hustle, and they've almost given up on finding another way. But my Women in the Arena program is another way to grow your business, step into leadership, and break free of what is keeping you limited. I've taken hundreds of women through this course. It is powerful and it is ending after this year. So if you've ever wanted to work with me in a one-to-one capacity, the time is now. If this interests you, visit sonyastatman.com or reach out to me on any of my socials. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Business Arena. We'd love to welcome you into our community. Come join the Women in the Business Arena Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about me and my work, you can find me at sonyastatman.com. See you next week.